0: You're listening to episode number 75 of the Purpose Gathering Podcast. In today's episode, let's chat about how to market your business using relationship marketing. Now, this is a huge buzzword and one that a lot of photographers come to me a little bit stressed out about because marketing can feel super overwhelming, but I'm here to make it just a little bit simpler for you and to make it more fun. So if you're ready, let's jump into today's episode. Hey, Mama. Welcome back to the Purpose Gathering Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Freehan, and I'm here for all you mom photographers out there feeling overwhelmed, trying to raise a thriving family and build a profitable business you love. I'm a business and motherhood coach, brand photographer, podcaster, wife, and homeschooling mama saved by grace. So I can totally relate to the never-ending to-do lists, endless hours of editing, Hey mama, welcome back to the show. Today is going to be such a fun day. Thank you so much for tuning in and sharing a bit of your day with me. I am so excited to be here. For all of my returning listeners, I want to say hey, thank you so much always for your continued support. It's so much fun hanging out with you here every week. For those of you that are new listeners, I want to say thanks for taking a chance on a brand new show because I know it can feel super weird sometimes. So thanks for tuning in. I hope that you'll feel welcome here and leave feeling super encouraged. And just to reintroduce myself, my name is Ashley Frehan. I am the founder over here at The Purpose Gathering, which is an online community and education platform designed to support mom photographers. So in addition to this weekly podcast, I also have a group coaching program that is specifically for mamas who have a side hustle photography business, or maybe they've been doing their photography business for a while, and they're just ready to take it to the next level. So if that sounds like you and you need step-by-step support and accountability, head on over to the purposegathering.com coaching, and we would love to have you inside the program. So the program actually launches August 1st. I am in the pre-stages right now, sort of building it out as I go. And so I have an incredible introductory rate that is only available for the first four people who join the program. And so I wanted to be able to give my listeners a sneak peek um, and have you guys be able to grab those spots before I announce it to the public on August 1st. So head on over to that website and get all of the details and feel free to always message me with any questions that you have. So today's topic is one that I think A lot of photographers find a little bit scary and it can feel really overwhelming when you're always feeling like you don't know what to do in the marketing department. I know for me, when I hear the word marketing, my mind instantly goes to something corporate. Like it just feels overly corporate to me and it feels more out of reach. I think because of that term, and it's just something I think that we all grow up hearing, right, from all types of businesses, and it can just feel a little bit daunting. And so I like to think of marketing as attraction. And when I think of it in that way, it makes it feel less scary and less intimidating. And I want to kind of unpackage this idea with you today about relationship marketing and how that works so much better than traditional marketing. And so let me just kind of give you a quick definition. So relationship marketing focuses more on long-term customer relationships and more so loyalty, um, more so than just getting new clients all the time. And so it's really about client retention. Now, I thought this statistic was extremely crazy. It's seven times easier to retain an existing client than it is to find a new one. And did you know that 80% of your revenue will likely come from 20% of your clients? Oh my gosh, when I heard that statistic, I was like, wow, how incredible to think that 80% of your revenue only comes from 20% of your clients. So you can see how this relationship marketing actually works. Another statistic that I found that is so incredibly interesting is that 92% of consumers say that they trust word of mouth recommendations from friends and family above all advertising. So today, I'm going to give you some practical tips and strategies for how to increase and how to even just begin using relationship marketing so that you can continue to build your clientele, you can continue to retain your clients, increase your revenue, and not have to be putting so much time, energy, and effort into traditional marketing. So although we're going to chat through today some strategies for how to retain your clients and generate repeat clients, I also want to take relationship marketing a step further. Now, I don't really know if this is truly an extension of relationship marketing, but I can make my own rules, right? So in my world, relationship marketing also Includes networking and creating relationships with complementary businesses. Because as the saying goes, it's not just about who you know, it's about who you know and who they know, right? And so when you start to think about the people around you and the relationship that you're cultivating with them, you're also growing your network and you're growing your reach based on who they know as well. And so I think this is equally important when we're thinking about relationship marketing. And the last component of relationship marketing that I want to touch on is going to be this extension of cultivating relationships with potential clients and how important those relationships are as well. Okay, let's start chatting about the client relationship and the client retention. So of course, strategy number one is going to be to provide an outstanding client experience. Now, I'm not going to be able to go into all the nitty gritty details of what an outstanding client experience looks like, but this is definitely something that I want you to be focused on all the time. And it should be something that you're focused on improving all the time. And just thinking through, how can I make this seamless or more streamlined next time? Of course, when you are just starting to kind of piece this together, and you're starting to think about your client experience as a journey, and as a step by step workflow, this can feel a little bit overwhelming. So if you haven't done this yet, I definitely recommend taking some time to sit down and sort of map out, just get a piece of paper and a pencil and just start to like chicken scratch out what this journey looks like. What communication do you want to have with your client? Do you want to deliver Gifts at all along their client journey, or maybe handwritten cards or little sweet inspirational like emails that you drop in, just letting them know you're thinking about them. Or whatever the case may be, I want you to start to think about how could you enhance this client experience and always being one step ahead and always making sure that they are never left wondering, well, what's next? Or I'm not sure I'm prepared for this. Always over-prepare and over-communicate with your client. So that's strategy number one. Strategy number two is to come up with an affiliate program, and this could be something Very simple. I have an affiliate program with my past clients, and if they refer me to a friend, a family member, or just someone they saw on a Facebook group or whatever, and they end up booking me and using their name as a referral, then I will give that client a 5% referral bonus as a thank you. And I generally send it over in the form of a gift card, and I let them choose what gift card they want. And a handwritten note just saying thank you, because I truly believe that if I take that extra step for them to feel loved and appreciated and valued, then they will continue to be that referral source for me. And I've had a lot of clients in the past say, I don't need that. Like, that's totally fine. I would do that regardless. But that doesn't matter because I want to go above and beyond for them and thank them and let them know how appreciative I am. It does create that sense of loyalty. So now they know like, oh my gosh, she really truly does care. And so I think it's really important to think about an affiliate program. And then third, It's also really nice for your repeat clients to feel like there's some sort of perk for them. So this could be something like a loyalty program for your past clients, where maybe they get something special that new clients don't get. So maybe it is a what-to-wear guide, including video try-ons or something like that from you or a shop with me at Target to find the best outfits for your kids for family pictures or whatever it could be. There's so many creative things that you can do that would be something special just for your repeat clients. It could even be an added value to their session. So, Instead of them getting 20 digital images, maybe you give them 25 as a thank you for being a repeat client. There's just so many opportunities and different things that you can do to make them feel so special. One thing I did last year for family mini sessions was to offer a 48-hour window where I gave all of my repeat clients first Dibs on getting the spots, locations, and times that they wanted, and so that's another added benefit or perk that you could use as well. Another strategy that I think is so underutilized is just staying in touch with your past clients and following them on Facebook, following them on Instagram, and just popping in occasionally, whenever you see something that they've posted, and genuinely leave comments. Just randomly, you know, every few months, send them a DM or a message and just say, hey, how are you? I'm thinking of you. I do this with all of my past clients because I want to not only keep in touch with them, but also I want to stay relevant and I want to stay top of mind if they're looking for a photographer in the future or if they know somebody who is. So this is a huge opportunity for you to continue that relationship with your clients, even in the interim when they're not looking for a photographer. Okay, let's chat a little bit about relationship marketing and as it relates to networking. So this is something that I think Many years ago, as a new photographer, I just thought photographers and photographers like couldn't be friends. I don't know where I got this idea from. And so I only looked at complementary industries, but I also want you to think about creating and cultivating relationships with other photographers who might not be in the same specialty that you are because I can't tell you how many referrals I get from my friends that are photographers because they don't do the same specialty of work that I do and vice versa. I don't do newborn photography, and so I can refer my friends who do and do it a lot better than I would. And it's very important that you have those connections with photographers. But outside of that, let's talk about complementary industries and how you can really leverage that network. So I know I've talked about networking on the podcast before, but I want to mention this again because I feel like it is so important. I want you to picture your ideal client. Now, if you listened to last week's episode, episode 73, about identifying and attracting your ideal client, this will be much easier for you. So if you haven't listened to that, make sure you listen to that before this next step here. So what I want you to do is identify that ideal client. And I want you to think about what does this ideal client do right before they hire you? Now, for me as a brand photographer, the first step is likely people who want to redo their website. So me connecting with local website designers would be a perfect collab opportunity for me to get referrals. I also could collab with local copywriters because that's something else that usually comes right around the same time as needing a new website and new photos. So I want you to be thinking about your specific specialty for photography and who could you collaborate that might be able to refer you as the next step in the process. And then the third strategy here when it comes to networking is to think about those people who are just natural networkers. Those people that you think of when you need a recommendation for anything. They just know everyone, right? Those people I like to call connectors. Those are such an incredible valuable asset to every business is to get to know connectors and generate a relationship with them. Because those are going to be people who send referrals to your way on the regular. And I hope as I'm going through this, you guys are keeping in mind that These are genuine relationships. I am not talking about creating a relationship with someone that you don't truly want to be friends with, because that will only come off as being fake. And that is not at all what I'm intending when I'm talking about relationship marketing at all. This is genuine, authentic relationships that will hopefully be mutually beneficial as well. So I don't want This to seem like an episode where I'm just telling you like, hey, these are the people that you should get in touch with and then, you know, leverage them and basically just use and abuse them. That is not what I'm saying at all. So I hope it doesn't come across that way. So just make sure that these networking relationships that you are cultivating are genuine. Okay, and lastly, let's talk about a few tips and strategies for how you can start to generate some relationships with potential clients. One of my favorite ways to do this is using Instagram. So what I typically will do is I'll set aside some time every single day to search local hashtags. Since I'm an Arizona photographer and I'm a brand photographer, I want to look for local Arizona businesses. And so what I'll do is I'll look through the hashtags and I will pick several Businesses that I really am impressed with. Businesses that have a mission that I can get on board with. A business owner who looks like someone that I would truly be friends with in real life. And I also am looking for maybe an account that doesn't show their face very often, because I know this would be a great potential client. This would be someone who maybe needs to be a little bit more educated when it comes to brand photography. And so what I like to do is use canned Instagram messages, the quick replies, and I like to generate conversation. And what I'll do with these potentials is I will save one of their photos, one of the photos of them into a folder on Instagram that says potential clients. And so I know that I can always be generating conversation with these people. And anytime I even get like a little inkling of someone who's like, oh my gosh, I love your photography. I need brand photos, but not for a few months or whatever. So I will always save these potential clients and I will continue to cultivate a relationship with them. And I will message them on their DMs when they post on their stories. I will comment on their th- on their posts. And this just helps generate that relationship. And then when they're ready to hire a photographer, hopefully I am the first one that they think of. Secondly, I love to be in Facebook groups. I feel like a lot of people on Facebook are looking for Personal recommendations. And so Facebook is a great opportunity for you to leverage your local network and be able to continue to stay top of mind with those people in your network. So absolutely be posting on your personal Facebook page just to remind people of who you are, what you do, and who you serve. Um, That was a bit of a tangent, but it was along the same lines of Facebook. But let's jump back into the Facebook group. So if you can be a part of some local Facebook groups in your community and actually use those groups to provide value. Now, you want to make sure that you are not coming across salesy unless someone's asking for a photographer, of course, but you can still strike up conversation with people that are in your local groups and provide value, even if it's not photography value. Your name will become familiar to these people because they constantly see you posting value. And so then when they see that, oh, hey, I'm looking for a photographer and your name pops up, they're like, oh, I kind of recognize her name. She has been answering questions before. Another tip here is if you are responding to a massive overload, because this is what always happens, people will be looking for a photographer and there'll be like 82 comments. Now, what I do might not be popular, but remember, I am not trying to be popular. I am trying to be helpful, and I am also trying to be strategic, and I am trying to stand out in a sea among 82 people. So typically what I will do, as long as it doesn't specifically ask me not to do this, I will send that potential client a DM, and I will send them a DM that is very thoughtful and that is not super pitchy. Normally it says something like this, hey, I see that you have so much interest right now and I'm sure it's so incredibly difficult to go through 82 different comments, but I wanted to go ahead and let you know that I am totally here to help you. I have you know, d- been doing brand photography for several years now and I really specialize in helping mom business owners be seen and heard through authentic brand imagery. I would love to chat through your vision. If you have any questions, I am always here to support you and then just leave it at that. But what that does is it separates me from the crowd of 82 people, right? Nobody wants to look through 82 websites. It's obnoxious. I can't tell you how many people I have got that responded and was like, "Thank you so much. Like this was so helpful." And usually I'll put in like a few tips of being like, "Hey, here are some location ideas that I think would be so fabulous for what you're talking about or, you know, I try to provide more value again, like I said, than than a pitch and a sales." But I also I just know how overwhelming it can be. And so I've had people hire me before. Because I was that person that stood out. And I don't ever, and then when I comment, I just say like, hey, I wanted to send you a quick DM, um so it didn't get lost here or something like that. And I will always put a link to my website in the comment because people will always go back and search for photographers and they'll find comments. And then, um, I always put a little bit more information in there as well. Cause a lot of people will just say like, I would love to be considered and post their website, but if you if you add more value into that comment, more people will see it. So I typically say something that helps set me apart than everybody else. And so that's just a tip and a and a trick for you to be able to reach out to those people and create that relationship with them, even though they don't know you at all. All right, mama, that was a lot of information that I threw at you right now. So if you're feeling a little bit overwhelmed right now, and you're not really sure exactly what step to take first, or you want more support, I would love to have you join us inside the Side Hustler to CEO program. We talk a lot about relationship marketing and exactly what it looks like to create an outstanding client experience, how to build your own affiliate program, more ideas about loyalty for your repeat clients, how to network with other vendors, what that looks like. We brainstorm all sorts of ideas of who specifically you could reach out to that would provide a complimentary service that you could potentially collaborate with and create mutual referrals for each other. And then, of course, we also talk about the benefits of creating relationships with potential clients. So for more information and to grab one of those introductory spots, head on over to thepurposegathering.com coaching. If you enjoyed today's episode, please screenshot it, share it out on Instagram, and tag me at The Purpose Gathering. And drop me a DM and say, hey, let me know who you are. I think it is so fun to connect with listeners over there. And as always, Mama, I am here rooting for you, and you are not alone on this journey. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Purpose Gathering podcast. As we end our time together, remember that you were created for more. You can do hard things and life is about more than just surviving. So go out there and live your life with confidence and courage. To become a part of our free online community and connect with like-minded mom photographers, head on over to the purposegathering.com/mamas. I'm so proud of you for listening and investing in your future. Together, let's link arms and make a lasting positive impact on our families and communities. You've got this girl, and I can't wait until next time.